but my mom always says, wait, wait a little bit. There is, um, there is something positive in the end and the destiny will definitely uh, appreciate all the efforts you have put into it, you know? So, I mean, I, I choose the longer and probably uh, the more hardworking way because this is how the destiny works and this is how the universe works. This podcast shows that Ukraine is not what foreigners see on television. In reality, Ukrainian people are much better, much more interesting and friendly than other people expect. This podcast is about the real life, experiences, work, and personalities of Ukrainian people with a focus on the capital, Kiev, so that foreigners discover the positive truth about Ukraine, hear the voices of Ukrainians, visit the country, and invest in the economy, creating more opportunities for the younger Ukrainian generations to stay and build their country. Hello, my name is Aziz, and I have a deep connection with Ukraine. My grandfather volunteered in 1987 to help liquidate the Chernobyl chemical radiation because he believed in humanity. He was a real hero for me, and even though he struggled with cancer after that, for the rest of his life, he always told me many great things about Ukraine and its people. Then, from 2018 to 2019, for two years, I began working with UNICEF in Ukraine to help build orphanages for the children who lost their families in the war. I couldn't return to Ukraine in 2020 because of COVID-19, so this project is my volunteer work to help Ukraine. And thank you all so much for the support. This podcast now is ranking very nicely. Number one on Apple Podcasts about Ukraine. Top 100 travel podcasts in France, in Switzerland, and in Ireland. Top 60 travel podcasts in the United Kingdom and in Norway. Top 50 in Sweden. Top 50 in Canada, in Italy, and in Spain. Top 25 travel podcasts on Apple Russia. Top 20 on Apple Poland and in the Netherlands. And top 10 in Finland. Romania, Cyprus, and South Korea. So please keep supporting as we will reach together 100 interviews and many more. We're already almost at 90, but we will keep going. And follow the new Instagram about this project, aziz.future. My guest today is Victoria Sherba. Victoria is a student at the Institute of International Relations Taras Shevchenko National University of Kiev. She loves languages and speaks more than five different ones. She also works and has been working as a model for a couple of years represented by L Models Agency. An interesting fact about her is she is a book geek and has mastered the techniques of speed reading. She loves Asian culture and speaks Chinese and is learning the language. In addition to her studies, she is now the moderator of the German speaking club at her university, as well as the head of the PR department for the political and diplomatic club ambassador. Victoria, how are you today? Hello, I'm great. And I'm grateful for the opportunity to be here. 
And yeah, I'm looking forward to tell you so much as I know and to share my experience about living in Ukraine and about my plans in life. And what about you? How do you feel today? I feel great, enthusiastic, ready to play, <laughs> full of energy. And to tell you then, I'm going to ask a question that is a bit different. Well, you're not originally from Kiev. Is this correct? Yeah, that's no, it's actually not correct because I have lived my whole life in Kiev, but I was born in another city. I guess it was rather an accident and I can share the story. So my mom is initially from Vinnytsia. It is another great city in Ukraine. And when my, when my mom was pregnant with me, she came by accident to her mother. So my grandmother and I decided to be born there. So it wasn't planned. It just happened by accident. And that's why my initial city is Vinnytsia, though I have lived my whole life in Kiev. That's a wonderful story and very interesting. It reminds me of some people who are born on airplanes during flights. And those are always interesting births because I don't know what they will write on their birth certificate. Born 10,000 miles above the air or <laughs> born on Emirates or Korean air or something like that, which is very fun and very interesting. Yeah, so you. my story is something like that. Exactly. Yes, you're an airplane baby. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because, you know, so um, there is actually another story interesting about my name. So I can say that I chose my name on my own. So it was the story of my birth is very interesting. I can share it with it. So a doctor told my mom that I was that I wouldn't probably leave out long because I, I have been already in resuscitation for three weeks when I was born uh, because I was uh, a premature baby and the situation was uh, really difficult. And when the nurse told my mom that they should probably call me Victoria, which means victory, the situation has improved straight away. And yeah, that's the reason I probably love my name so much and think that think that that is the most suitable one for me. That's actually very interesting because my mother too, before her, my grandmother had two miscarriages and then they chose the name for her, the person willing to be alive or whatever, that will be the meaning, which is like Opera Aida, that's her name is Aida. So she lived and she was the first to change that whole trajectory, which is funny that it's so similar. I noticed you said, I decided to be born in Vinitsa. I chose my name. And you seem to have this confidence and thought that you're destined for great things. Can you comment on whether this is true and whether actually your story of being born as a premature baby is a driver for confidence and achievement in your life? And if so, how? To be honest, I guess I was destined for something great. And every single obstacle in my life proves that. I mean, to be honest, I feel like I'm very conscious about, about everything I'm doing in my life. But sometimes there are some accidents which I cannot explain. But I feel like this is just something that my destiny shows up to me and I have to accept it. 
I can share a very interesting story how I began to learn Chinese because it wasn't inspired by anyone. I felt like it was just something that I had to do. So one night I had a dream that I was speaking Chinese. And exactly the very next day, I got a message from a girl who was a founder of a Chinese school in Kiev. And she texted me and told me, hey, do you want to learn Chinese? And I was just like, hey, I just, I've just had a dream like last night, exactly last night. And that's why I was so determined in everything I was doing because, yeah, I feel like I'm a very spiritual person, but at the same time, I decide on my own what I'm willing to do and what the next step I'm going to take. Thank you. It reminds me of the Goethe uh, quote that when someone decides for a goal in their life, and I'm paraphrasing, then the whole universe will conspire to help them. But until they have that will to victory or victoria, then the universe will not show them those signs and that extra help. You said you're a spiritual person, but you decide what to do, which is you believe in the will of your of humans to choose their path but you also believe in destiny. Can you comment on this? What is your thought on destiny and what does it mean to you personally as a spiritual person who is also pragmatic? Oh my gosh, thank you so much for such an interesting question. I guess it is a question of my life. These are two sides of mine that are always in contrast to each other. And I'm feeling like there are some turn moments in my life. I cannot explain them but I felt like they were destined to be. But at the same time, there is diligence. And if the person puts enough effort in something and truly wants to achieve something, he will definitely do it. And I can share a very interesting story of mine, how I was trying to win an English contest back when I was at school. So three years along, I was trying to win the first place and when I when I took the first attempt, when I took a first attempt, it was actually very bad and I was really disappointed and thought, hmm, I'm gonna give up on that. But a few years later, I decided to take another chance and the result was better, but still not enough for me. And in the 11th grade, when this was actually the final year of my studying in school at school i took the first place and to be honest i felt like this is something that had to happen at that moment because this was like a summary of all my achievements of all my hard work i have put into english and yeah so i felt like it was a destiny that i had to take the first place because i have put enough effort in it but at the same time it was my work and not my teachers or some other guys, you know. This is really interesting the way you're thinking. And it reminds me that in actuality, life doesn't give us what we want. It gives us the lessons we need. So when you tried for English and you were disappointed once and twice, well, maybe there was a lesson there. So I have to ask then, you believed, you say, that when someone focuses on a goal and they work very hard, they can achieve it. 
Yeah, that's but right. But before you did give up. So was there a turning point or an evolution or a maturity in your thought that happened to let you know that, okay, giving up easily isn't actually the right way and persistence is the way for you to fulfill your destiny? I guess I just took a break from it. For some point, I decided to focus on my German studies and didn't, and didn't dedicate a lot of time to English. But eventually, I found some, some other methods which were more suitable for me. I guess I just immersed myself into the studying at my own, being at home, and this really helped me to boost my English knowledge to another level. So that's, why, that's how it happened. Just you need to take a break. Maybe other people will help you to get another side to the situation, you know. And eventually, if this goal is the right for you, if you're feeling like, if you feel like, yeah, that's totally um, mine, this is totally something for me, then it will be destined for you and you will achieve it. Thank you. So if I understood correctly, yes, there will be obstacles along the way. But as long as your heart tells you this is a goal that is for you, like you said, or the right goal, or it feels right, or is part of your destiny, then you will get somehow, some way, another perspective, another path, or help from other people, which is similar to Joseph Campbell's hero's journey, and which is a wonderful framework, and therefore return again after some breaks, and you will be able to progress further And not only you will do it and you will deserve it, but some things along the way will happen that are cannot be explained, but that will make that happen even better and faster. Is this correct? Yeah, right. You know, I've just got this idea that these obstacles can be compared to losing weight. For example, when the person goes to the gym, uh, so he tries to uh, nourish himself with uh, the right food, but eventually there are some um cheat meals you know and you're feeling like no this is this is this isn't the way that i give up this is just a break this is just some time i can think about it more and then i will come back to the gym and will work on my body yeah so all obstacles can be compared to these i love that it reminds me of the research of daniel sligman who did research on the thoughts of people who persist versus people who gave up. And one of the three factors that are primordial in this is that they view failure as permanent, those people give up, while the people who keep on going view any obstacles as temporary, as well as detaching from themselves. The people who give up think, oh, I am a failure. I cannot do anything I am bad, while other people, they say, the obstacles don't mean anything about themselves. They're part of the natural journey and actually an opportunity for them to grow as a person. And I love how everything reminds you of something. So what does this remind you of that you can comment on or share? Actually, there are a lot of stories which are connected to it. So I can share. It happened to me exactly a year ago. It's not specifically connected to the obstacles, but I guess it is rather connected to the matter of choice and about the priorities uh, you put yourself into life. 
So in one day I had a lot of agenda and there was a contest at my university. I wouldn't like to give any specifics because uh, I know that this is something that is currently in the process of being developed, but I just gonna say that it was, uh, it was a contest that I wanted to participate in, but uh, I wasn't accepted to it. But at the same time, um, I knew that, I mean, a few hours later at the day, I had another event, which was very important for me. And I knew that if I put, if I take the right decision, if I put the right priority in that case, I could, I mean, I had to choose what kind, what kind of event I had to put more effort in. And when the destiny showed me that maybe I wasn't just the right person for the first event and um, I give up or something like that, but the destiny led me to another event and eventually it, it, it turned out to be the best one for me, you know? So I feel like it's also about the priorities which you uh, set for yourself, but at the same time, maybe you are just not ready for something or something is not good enough for you, which can also be uh, the reason why some people fail or think, oh my gosh, I cannot achieve it. But you know, you should wait up a little bit and something better will show you up, will show up in your way and you will think, oh my gosh, I was such silly person that I was thinking that that thing was the right for me but now I am in a better position I'm in a better place I really like that so destiny it's like your own Yoda if we might call it <laughs> and it sounds like of course you make plans and you do your best but something extra is helping you shaping your road guiding you to even better things and maybe in a specific moment you might get frustrated or not understand but when you see the bigger picture eventually and the story unfolds you will be able to understand why is this correct yeah exactly this is exactly what i wanted to say some people are under guidance and some people see more signs than other for example i believe that when there is a combination on the clock, for example, 1818, you know, 1313, I always make a wish, uh, make a wish in that, uh, in that exactly moment, because I feel like, oh my gosh, this is some guidance. This is some spiritual moment. Yeah, of course, not, not everybody can believe in that. And that's exactly his choice. But yeah, this is a sign of spirituality for me. Actually, those have a name. They're called angel numbers, and it's supposed to be a sign that something there that is special in that moment and there is even people who study that etc so that's very interesting and i'm wondering you seem to view the world in terms of stories or were you not a great storyteller but because of your desire for public speaking and pr and communication you chose to develop your storytelling abilities to be honest, there is no specific answer because exactly from the very beginning of my life, uh, when I was a little kid, I used to be, I used to say something on the public. I was a leader in my group at first at school, then at the university, and eventually in the course of life, I developed the sense of this 
feature of public speaking. You know, I was always ready to share my ideas and to speak my mind, and I was never afraid to do it. And why is that? Maybe the belief you have can be shared with someone who is hiding their truth, and the way that you think that gives you the confidence and the fearlessness in sharing your message. Maybe that can in a way, let them know another perspective and another way to think. Okay, so first of all, I would like to say that a couple of months ago, I took a course in public speaking for one of the best coaches there is in Ukraine. So I guess this is something that every person can develop and it really depends on practice. For example, when you're afraid to speak your mind, first of all, try to do it on your own using your iPhone, just telling something, for example, your subscribers on Instagram or whatever, even if you're not ready to do it on Instagram, you can find some secret social network and share your opinions or your or to speak your mind there. But uh, what about me? I really like to speak my mind, especially when it happens, uh, when I have a chance to uh, sharing my ideas with some uh, prominent people, with ambassadors, because I really do appreciate this opportunity when some someone um, someone creative or someone who has already um, who has already achieved something in his life can give me a piece of advice when he has heard my ideas. You know, so please don't be afraid. But this sense of not being afraid comes within practice. So please practice more. Yes. So practice in order to get the sense or the confidence of not being afraid, which is absolutely really interesting. And to me, it seems like you actually view the world in terms of timelines. So please correct me whether this is wrong or not, but you view things in terms of chronological order past, present, and plans for the future, as well as taking perspectives to see the bigger journey and therefore to look for the signs. And then you believe each part of the story is there for a reason to complete the story. And therefore, anything can be interpreted as an omen, as it said, for whatever is there to come, as well as the past, is all past a part of the journey that gives you hints on the future. Is this a correct understanding or would you like to comment? Yes, you are exactly right. And this is how I feel inside because I feel like there is a past. These are things that I cannot achieve. These are things that I cannot change. But at the same time, I can take the lessons out of it. So the future is something that I strive for and I'm trying to make a plan or at least I'm trying to guide my life on my own so that I will be so that I am satisfied with my life in the future. But the presence, so something I mean I try always to live in the moment and I feel like yeah, so for example, I always make an agenda for my day. I feel like you need to plan out your life because these are such precious moments. Of course, I'm not talking about being a robot which knows how to make what to do in his life because this is impo- this is impossible to know everything there is for you. There are so many 
unexpected things, unexpected things in your life that you cannot predict. But if there is a possible, if there is a little chance to guide your, your life, please use this chance. Wonderful, really, really great. There was um, a whole essay and a book by Robert Ringer where he was speaking about which is more valuable to believe that we control our life and destiny or that we are predestined and we have no choice. And after the long essay, the conclusion, which I agree with 1000%, he said we cannot know, but if we are predestined and you act like you have free will, you lose nothing. But if we have free will and you give up and you think that we have no choice, you will lose everything. So the highest probability thing to do is to believe all your actions will impact your future a lot because why not? There is no negativity to that and it gives you a sense of power, of control and of responsibility, which even psychologically, having a sense of control over your path and over your life is a reason why people feel empowered and not having this is a big cause for depression for a lot of people. What are your thoughts on this? Yeah, this is exactly how I feel. And I feel like these, these, um, this opportunity to decide what you're going to do in the future is so significant for us, for human beings, because when I know inside that I am the one to make a choice to to create my own destiny i feel like oh my gosh i have such a such a strong power inside me and no one can can take out of me i mean that's why i feel a little bit depressed when i know that um, i'm being manipulated you know it's not about people it's um, i mean it's about the society when there are some stereotypes about something and they control you in some somehow they control you and um when you are when you dis- when you make a decision to go against these stereotypes, um, against these manipulations, you are a strong person, and this power inside you will give you some efforts and forces uh, so that all your goals come true. Because when the destiny sees that you are the person who takes the destiny in his own hands. Well, that really inspires and that shows that this person is ready for some bigger goals. I love what you're saying. So if I understood you correctly, you believe a lot in having character, which comes from deciding with your own inner power who you are and the path you want. And that always there are in society other people's expectations of who you should be and what you should do. But that is a false path, or as they say in Hinduism, in the Bhava Gita, it's much better to fail following your path than to succeed following someone else's path. So to you, whatever stereotypes or expectations that try to control you, that is the false thing to follow because it leads to depression while in reality choosing who to be and who you are and fearlessly and bravely moving forward and facing the obstacles which are like the sheet meals when dieting, well, maybe you will 
not see results for a while, but when destiny sees the persistence, grit, and your ability to not give up and taking your own path in your hands and choosing your actions and going for it, then destiny will, like Goethe said, will conspire to help you on the way because you are someone worthy of your goal because you did not give up and you took control and you persisted. Is this a correct understanding? Yeah, for 100%, you, you're right. And I like uh, your thoughts about persistency because this is something that a lot of people lack. And I feel like diligence and persistence are really the features or the traits that guide along the way. And I mean, there, of course, there is a motivation. There is a motivation, inspiration to do something. But when the person lacks some diligence or persistency, he's not going to achieve it. I mean, there is not enough motivation. I mean, there is there isn't any chance that there is some kind of goal that can be so inspirational that you are going to wake up at 3 p.m. and do something in order to achieve your goal quicker. But when you have a trait, when you have a developed trait of diligence and persistence, this will gonna help you because you know that there is some bigger goal for you uh, and these traits will definitely will be very helpful. Thank you. It reminds me of uh, Joko Willink book, Discipline equals freedom and he argues exactly that that motivation will burn out after some time that fire will stop but all that will allow you to keep your goal is every day having the discipline to take the actions that move you forward in the path and i love what you said that when we have those hard times and it's difficult to wake up or difficult to do something the motivation doesn't come from excitement. It comes from believing that you're destined for a bigger goal. Did I understand you correctly? Yes, that is exactly what I wanted to say. You know, I remember my last uh, semester in the university. And to be honest, I'm the person who is who always participates in different events, in different clubs. And as you mentioned in the description about me, I am the head of many departments at my university. But along with that, there was a lot of my agenda, but I really never gave up because I knew that this is exactly the perfect time for my development when I am only 18. And, you know, it's better for me not to sleep sometimes because I have a lot of projects and a lot of tasks that which I need to do. But I know that this is a chance which will never come to my life again because this is exactly the moment when there is a lot of energy. I mean, when you are so young, the opportunities come along to the way, come along in the way. Yeah, so that is my point. Thank you. So you're saying when you're young, you have a lot of energy, you have a lot of opportunities at 18. And I believe you're speaking about compounding interest that every hour that you put now will benefit your life so much that it's more important than a thousand hours in 20 years because this now will give you results forever and will build your reputation and CV forever. So this is like the best investment is to do now so that like the farmer today, you will 
put the seeds and work hard so that after the harvest, you will have the food and the financial security and everything that you wish. So it's seeing the world in seasons. Please comment on this, as well as tell me when you're not following your agenda and you're not putting all that energy into all those great things, what do you like to do just to relax, forget all stress and troubles? Okay, so about the first question, which I need to comment on, there is a great book, Important Years. To be honest, I read it a couple of years ago, but I still remember uh, the sense of it. And I mean, the main idea of it was that the 20s or yeah, the 20s are probably the most important years of your life. And the more you invest in it, the better, the more benefits you will obtain out of it. Yeah. So according to the first question, um, and what about relax? Um, I enjoy painting. So I have discovered it not a long, um, just recently, I guess, about two months ago. But this is something that truly inspires me. And I just love to, um, to paint when nobody sees me, when I'm alone. I'm in my mind with my thoughts and yeah, we should definitely try it. I mean, when I was a little kid, my mom, um, she enrolled me to uh, the art school, but to be honest, I hated, I hated it because there were a lot of lessons about uh, art and at that moment of my life, I didn't like it. But eventually when I grew up, I became into art a lot uh, and um, I even took some courses in art, but you know, when you are only nine, year, nine years old, you don't understand the importance of it all. But when you become a little bit older, you're just like, gosh, I'm so help I'm so grateful that my mom enrolled me to that art school. Yeah, so this is how I uh, enjoy my free time. I paint, I chat with my friends. I also love to watch series or some films, you know, yeah, movies are just so inspirational. And um, I like to spend my free time in this way. I like that. It reminds me of Victoria Klimenko, who is speaking about how she likes to do a portrait and also writing in private on her own, because that's how she can do her best work rather than in groups. And of Anastasia Sass, who spoke about painting. And she said that for her, it's every because the painting takes a while, every moment of emotion that she's painting, she's reflecting on the canvas. And therefore the painting is the evolution of her emotions throughout the duration of her work on it, which is very, very interesting. But then to focus more on you, two things. One, what is your most favorite part about painting? Is it the imagination of an idea before creating it or discovering it as you created? Or is it the process? Or is it at the end when you see the final result and feel that achievement? This is one about painting. And second, you said movies are inspirational. Do you have a favorite movie or character? Okay, so so I will come back to the first question about the painting. To be honest, my the most favorite part of mine is the process because it can last forever. And even though the painting cannot be uh, done in a lot of time, I mean, it, I can look at it and think, oh my gosh, I can do that better or I can do, I can um, 
make some um, adjustments to it or some or something like that. Yeah, so the process is my favorite part. And what about movie? I guess um, my top favorite movie is um, Street Dances. It was, oh my gosh, this is such an old movie. It was, um, it was made like probably 11 years ago. So I remember when I was only nine years old, this was my first movie. Uh, this, this, this was my first movie which I watched in English. It was filmed in New York, and oh my gosh, it was so inspirational. The main idea of it was um, there was there was a dance competition, and uh, two different styles of dances: the ballet and the hip hop. And I just loved how they compounded, uh, how they compound these characters. I mean, they they were so diverse and versatile and uh, every single time when I went when I feel like oh my gosh I'm just gonna give up I am watching this movie and it helps me for 100% that's interesting so every time in life you feel like you want to give up you watch that movie and it 100% helps you and is there a scene or a moment or a situation in that movie that inspires you most yeah, I guess there was a main character. To be honest, I don't remember her name, but uh, I remember that this girl she was walking out of the uh, of the room where she always um, did some choreography, and a few days. Um, so she, uh, in a few days, uh, she had to have a competition, and she realized that her team was not ready, and she was a leader, but she wasn't uh, ready as well, man- I mean, in a mental way. And when she was walking out of the door, she saw her teacher, her first teacher who taught her how to dance when she was uh, very small, when she was a kid. And I guess that teacher was like an angel. And that's why this moment is so inspirational for me, because in the moments when I want to give up, there are always some people who, who are like angels for me and they always remind me of my initial goal and uh, I'm just so grateful for these moments. So in some at some point I associate my I associate myself with this character. And that angel is destiny in some ways in your own perspective, isn't it? Yeah, right. It's definitely a destiny. And sometimes you you don't know even those people, you you meet them at first and you're just like, oh my gosh, but thank you that you appear to be in this moment because this is very helpful for me. I like that. So in a way, I am curious, how do you combine the sense of being born for greatness, which makes me imagine you're a modern day Napoleon Bonaparte, since he had such a belief. I'm thinking of the bigger goal, but also you have moments of weakness where other people are needed in order for your destiny to remind you of your goal. So there is both a sense of you are meant for great things, which is motivating by itself, but also the need to be reminded how do both work at the same time i guess uh, that is exactly what friends are needed for i mean we all are at, at different stages of our lives 
and at some point you can help another person and the very next day when you feel like i'm gonna give up or i'm having a terrible day uh, your friend is gonna remind you how how beautiful the life is so that is uh, about the exchange of energies of energy that is um that is here in the universe yeah so i guess uh, my friends are very helpful in this case tell me more this is interesting you said the energy exchange of energies and the energy that is in the universe and that's a very spiritual way to speak and i love it so tell me more what are your thoughts on the energy in the universe and more about that spiritual side of you mm, okay so uh to be honest um this spiritual way which I took uh, was probably inspired, inspired and guided by my granny, so she, and my mom. Uh, they are very spiritual person, and they always uh, tell me to believe in signs, uh, to um, to believe in the exchange of energy. You know, there is a trend uh, in spirituality which was actually developed um, only a few years ago, but I always fe felt a little bit. Um, special in this way because my mom taught me it from the very beginning of my life. So yeah, I probably should take uh, my mom probably should take credit to it. Um, and what about the exchange of energies and everything about it? I mean, we attract what we what we show up to the world, and this is exactly how I think. So when I'm having a bad day, I'm just like, hey, so what do you expect? Do you think that the energy will show some? Mm, Will present some will present some great um, great events to your life. You know this is not how this is not how it's gonna work. You should take a deep breath, maybe take a meditation, paint, dance, or do some um, sports activity, something like that. And I mean, you are responsible for your actions because um, great energy will show more great energy. You know, it will attract more um, inspiring energy. So. This, this is everything about the exchange uh, and we attract uh, what we show. I like that. It reminds me of in the Navy SEALs where they have this saying. Well, they have many, many really interesting sayings like the only easy day was yesterday, which I love. <laughs> it's a really funny one. But another thing they say, when you have a bad day, double down on the fundamentals which means like when you have an, uh, a difficult day don't just get depressed and go to sleep but work even harder on taking the right actions on meditating on doing uh, growing on learning on everything even more than the other days which is the correct way and it seems to me that you follow that approach because what i understood is the belief is when you show up to the world with the right positive and good energy, you will attract situations and people and reasons that will grow that energy. But if you show up to the world with a depressed or negative energy, the world, of course, will not give you positive things. And so to ask you another thing about it, you spoke about stereotypes and how they control you and how it's depressing. Well, Two things. Do people expect you to be so spiritual when they first meet you or it comes as a surprise? And have you thought that there are stereotypes about you as a model and as a person that maybe are not true and that many people have 
when they first know about you or see you? Yeah, so about model, it's really an interesting point um, of question because at first when people see me on Instagram, you know, they have one image and their minds about me. But after five minutes of conversation, they totally change their opinion about me and they're just like, oh my gosh, I didn't expect you to be in this way you are, in the way you are, because I already have, um, because I already had some image about you and it totally didn't uh, meet my expectations, you know? So mm, I'm going to say that a lot of people who uh, eventually uh, deal with me or, I mean, simply have a conversation, they usually change their minds. And I guess it's all about an appearance because um, there is a stereotype, which means that, okay, it was developed, it was crashed, actually it is crashing eventually that if you are a beautiful girl um, you probably care only about your appearance and to be honest this is something that always disappointed me and I was just like come on this is not the most important part I mean um, the model is one of my hobby uh, a few years ago it was my job and um, I did I mean I earned money on with it and my appearance was a tool with which I could work with so uh, the better I looked, the the more opportunities uh, I could get um, just to attract some clients and so on. Yeah, so, but right now, mm, I guess uh, people understand that it for, it is very, it is essential to speak with a person at first and after that to make some conclusions. Yes, thank you. It reminds me of my interview with Alexandra Slusar, who is a model as well. And she said, since she's very smart and probably will work at McKinsey, etc., that when people spoke to her as a model during her modeling work, they didn't expect her to be so well-read in the classics, etc., and it was funny, as well as she told the story of a model girl who arrived late to uh, the work, and people were like, what? What happened? Why? She was like, sorry, I was in participating in the math Olympiad, so I'm a bit late. So <laughs> that was shocking to them. And that's why it's uh, really interesting. And she's probably her and the, that other girl and everyone else. I also um, know a nuclear phys physicist who is a model as well in Kiev, and she goes to Milano, etc. But she's working on her PhD in nuclear physics. So Aww. it's not really uh, contradictory, but it's very interesting. Then to you, let's speak about happiness. And to you, what is the meaning of happiness and how to live life in order for you personally to be happy if you were to create the ideal day or the ideal life or the ideal thoughts and actions that will give you complete happiness, what would they be? And what does happiness mean for you? You know, I always, I'm constantly thinking about this question. I guess there is no way always to be happy. And I'm, and I'm speaking about being inspired and being thrilled, you know, when you feel like, oh, your hormones just um, show that, oh my gosh, I'm so happy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna conquer the world. Now, this is totally, totally impossible for our body uh, because he burns too much energy and that's uh, physically impossible. But when I'm thinking about my ideal day, 
it will be probably it will probably consist uh, of a lot learning. I just love this whole learning process, and I'm talk and I'm not talking about the studying at the university. I just love these additional classes which I take. I mean. Um, I can take, for example, a class in art, and the next one will be dedicated to financial institutions. Uh, and uh, in the evening, I will take a class in Chinese. And after that, I will go to gym or, for example, take um, I will have a yoga class, something like that. So it's all about the learning process. I just love the I mean, happiness for me is the development when I'm constantly evolving and Changing for a better person. This is something that makes me uh, feel that makes me alive, and uh, I don't waste my time and energy, which um, is so important for our lives. I like that, and you even mentioned in the beginning that when you're 18 and you have the energy, you don't waste it. And now you said we don't waste our lives and our energies, as well as. For you, when you're constantly developing and becoming a better person, you feel alive and you feel happy. Although I think you mean what I learned from Professor Paul Dobransky, who is a psychiatrist from New York, and you love New York. You mentioned it in the uh, about the movie. He says, "Look, happiness is temporary. It comes when you achieve something. It's a peak state. But what we want is fulfillment." And fulfillment comes when you live life based on your own values, following your path that you believe is right. So the more you live your values, even if the day is hard and there are problems, you can feel not happy, like excited and filled with energy, but you will feel fulfilled. And I believe in many ways that is to you, if I could translate it, when you are going on the path that is the path your destiny will notice is right and eventually will support you to do, then you are fulfilled because you know you are meant for a bigger goal. And therefore, each time that you develop more and more and learn, you become more worthy of that destiny to support you even more on the path and goal that you have chosen. Is this a correct understanding or would you like to change your comment? Yeah, I like to comment that the more um, the more effort you put into something, the more valuable you become uh, in course of life, because it is so essential to stick to your habits and understand that you have the agenda for the day. And of course, at some points of your life, you can take a break, but it doesn't have it doesn't have to last forever. Because eventually you can lose the past and uh, think that, oh my gosh, this is a depression or um, I don't know how to deal with it. I mean, you should do something, really. When you're thinking, oh my gosh, I don't know what I'm going to do in the life. To be honest, I still don't know what I'm going to do in the life, but I'm trying everything. I am participating in every uh, project there is. I try to use every opportunity there is on my way. And this is exactly how life probably works. And um, I mean, there is no better chance to explore the life than use every opportunity, you know? Yes, explore the life to use every opportunity so that both you become more valuable because of the time you spend and the skills you acquire, as well as learn about yourself and hopefully discover what you're meant to do or what you will enjoy most 
and be most fulfilled in doing in life. Is this correct? Yeah, exactly. So you become more valuable as uh, the more effort you put into something. And to not waste, because I noticed to you, it's like you are destined for a great bigger goal and you chose your path, which is you put in the effort in order to be noticed and worthy of your destiny. And when you waste the energies, then you're not becoming valuable, you're not putting the effort and you might not be noticed by your destiny. So is this correct that laziness in a way is the opposite of what is necessary in order for destiny to support you, correct? Yeah, but to be exactly, I didn't believe in laziness. I mean, I am believing in a lack of motivation and I feel like some people, they they just, for example, when they have some tasks to do or they have the agenda, but they don't want to carry it out, they probably, these are pro- probably not just their goals, which means, uh, for example, to be honest, I don't like math, but um, about a year ago, I had this, um, I had to study it in my university. And, you know, I didn't want to sit at my table and do some mathematical um, tasks because, because I don't like it. And it and I pretended to be a lazy person. I was texting my, uh, I was texting to my friends. Oh my gosh, I'm, I had to do something, but I'm so lazy. No, you're not lazy. It's just not your goal. And uh, when you feel like that, this is that the uh, goal. This is so valuable for you. And this is so significant. You will put some effort into it. Uh, you will do everything. You will do everything there is in order to achieve it. You know. So this is my uh, view of laziness and procrastination. And at some points, you just need to relax. But that is another story. And um, emotional burnouts are so regular in our, in our life because uh, there is a lot of information and there is a lot of going on in comparison with the lives, for example, our uh, predecessor or ancestors had, you know, and... Um, I mean, taking a relax and um, taking a break and being lazy are completely different things. And we should always remember it. Yes, it's like those cheat meals, like you said, on the diet, they're important and necessary for you to keep going. It's not really a waste to relax and avoid burnout and come back with a different perspective, which is what you mentioned about math that after taking time away from not mass about english when you took time away from english and you focus on german when you return to english you were able to do much more and the break was actually very very useful and about math it's more what in business schools they will call the difference between intrinsic motivation and extrinsic motivation when you are inside convinced of the value of an activity or something you will do it do it well and do it a lot but if you're not when people try to motivate you through fear or punishment or rewards you might do it a little bit but never at the level of intrinsic motivation yeah and this is wonderful asking you about this this is important you love to learn you feel alive when you develop more 
when you take classes in different things, whether Chinese or do yoga or do art, etc. Well, why is that important? And what is the most meaningful part about that self-development and learning for you? I guess the most important part is the process, even though the results are also significant. I mean, when there is no result, you're thinking, oh my gosh, what was I doing it for? But these are probably the skills which you acquired during the way, during the path, because even though this knowledge or these results, which you might not achieve, um, are not so important, but the skills, they will be always throughout your life. And you will be grateful that, for example, you developed this sense of persistence and diligence. Uh, and uh, yeah, so I just love to learn because I feel like um, this is exactly where the energy when I am getting the new energy. You know, when I have these ideas in my mind, when uh, I'm learning something new. I mean, I to be honest, I don't believe in those horoscopes, but I am Gemini. And according to the characteristic of a Gemini, uh, this this type of person is, uh, I mean, uh, it's, it's essential for me to learn something on a constant basis. I'm a Gemini too, and I right. agree. <laughs> I agree on hundred percent. Yes, uh, and born in warmer seasons, which is a much better time to be born. Then to ask you a bit more, because this reminds me of what Jim Rohn said, which is really in life, the result and the reward is not money or achievements, etc. It's the person we become because of the process. And I have to ask you, you seem to be very process-oriented. You even remind me of some of the wisdom of the Japanese samurais. And Hagakure is one of my favorite books, The Way of the Samurai. And a lot of it is focusing on the process. Even acting, they go to say, look, imagine if you died, but then you returned with a second chance at life. Would you keep suffering, waiting, not appreciating the process, only waiting for the future to get something? Or will you live every day, both building your talents as well as enjoying the process of building your talent? Because why not? It's great. So to you, were you always in a way process-oriented? Or is this an evolution that happened in your life where you were more and more focused on the process, the talent acquisition, the self-development becoming more useful. And therefore, now, like you said, your 18 to 20s, whatever the years, is the time to become the best person you can be so that maybe you don't even know, like you said, what you want to do in life now. But when you will know it, you would have built a strong foundation that will allow you to fulfill the destiny that you're meant for bigger things because you're stronger than? I guess it is connected to the fact that my mom always taught me that you need, even though you don't enjoy the process, and this might be a little bit longer, a little bit, sometimes even terrible, you know, like when you need to learn something, but you don't have enough efforts and you are so, and you just don't want to learn something. 
but you have you have to do it. But my mom always says, wait, wait a little bit. There is uh, there is something positive in the end, and the destiny will definitely uh, appreciate all the efforts you have put into it. You know, so I mean, I I choose the longer and probably uh, the more hard working way, but yeah, but eventually I will get what I want. Yes, and this perspective comes from your mother and your grandmother who are spiritual and who have told you that your hard work, eventually destiny will notice and you will get that big help that happened more than once in your life and that cannot be explained. And it's not because of luck, but because you worked hard to be noticed and to deserve it. Is this correct? Yeah, this is exactly what my parents and my granny um, often tells me. And, well, this could go on a long time. It's one hour already, and probably we could go on for 10 more. But to end this, listen to your heart now. Maybe there is one or two or many listeners who are in a moment where whatever advice that is coming from your heart might touch them and help them a lot. What would be the advice that your heart thinks is right to share now with the world and just share it? You know, sometimes it's better to take a longer and more hardworking way, but eventually you will get everything you want because this is how the destiny works and this is how the universe works. Very wise words, and I agree 100,000% with it. And humans have this desire for instant gratification, which really is not the right way to live. By an, by an, it's something that is understandable because in prehistoric times, when you found some food, it was like maybe you won't find food for two or three days. So you run to eat it and you need it to instantly gratify or die. But now we can live a long time. Life is really The more you invest into it, the more you will get out always. And even if it seems sometimes to be hard, trust in the process. And to end, can you speak about your activities? Share some links or ways for people to connect with you or be involved in some of the activities you do so that people can follow, speak with you, join some clubs, etc.? Yeah, for sure. So first of all, you should definitely check the club, the German speaking club at my university. Uh, every every Tuesday, there is an opportunity to practice your German. Secondly, I am the head of the PR department at the political and diplomatic club ambassador. And there is actually an opportunity, there is a scope to to speak with prominent people with ambassadors and with diplomats. So if you want to practice your English as well as to boost your communication skills with different people, uh, try to check it out. Thank you very much. One last question that I'm very curious about, and this is a bit different. You seem to be really interested in people, to be part of clubs, to spend time in events, but you speak like someone who is introspective, who could spend the whole day alone thinking, doing yoga and painting and not feel bored. Is this a correct and fair understanding? Or 
you really don't like to be alone. You always like to have community around you. No, I feel like sometimes I just need to be on my own and I need to fulfill myself with the new energy and I can do only that I can do only that in my on my own. But at the same time, I love people and people are the biggest inspiration for me and I guess everything I'm doing for is just to get some new perspectives from people because when there is an exchange of energy this is something that really motivates me you know so 50 50 i would like to say gemini yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> okay exchange of energy is probably one of the words of the day you said it <laughs> multiple times yeah i wish you a great day victoria it was wonderful Thank you. Thank you so much for be, for having this opportunity to be a guest in this podcast. It was very interesting. Thank you.